top. Dusty from the stuff I worked on it with. Yeah. Okay. Have that. Okay. Now the first cut I'm going to do, I'm going to make sure it's a little bit wider than I need. Okay. All right. Cause I don't want to be shy. All right, here we go, here we go. All right, that should do it. All right, put that little guy down. And let's make doubling, make sure that I'm okay. I am okay, I'm gonna go a little high. And can you see this? Yep, a little low, a little lower than I need, just in case I can always pull some off and I can shred it. Okay, all right, there we go. Now we have our piece. So he's gonna go on something like that. And all these little extras I can take off. Actually add to the look. Woo, okay. All right, so basically, this is gonna be my front cover. Remember front, spine, back. It's gonna go like this and look like that. Okay, so just make sure you know which is your front and which is your back, front, back. Okay, so now I'm just gonna glue it into place and I'm gonna use Fabrifix again because it's a very strong glue um, and I'm going to use finger tool and let's do this. Make sure you can see, yep, okay. All right, so I'm gluing. Now you want, uh, what I would say, a moderate amount of glue for this, not so much that it's gonna saturate through your fabric because even though Fabrifix is a fabric glue, um, if you put too much on, it will ooze through. Um, a lot of it will disappear, but some won't depending on the fabric that you use. Some will make a mark and some will not. It's usually not a problem if you smear it thin enough. And that's what I want to show you with finger tool. And the thing about these is um, this glue is you want to get it around the little spine ribs here because uh, you want to tuck it in so that they look like well-defined spine ribs. Okay, I got plenty of glue, plenty of glue. And uh, let's just, using finger tool, we're spreading. We're spreading and we're gonna run down the, val the little valley here, the little ditch that we've made. Cause I've run some glue in there too. I'm gonna run over the top here, run around the edges, make sure that it's all there. Smoosh this around, do this here. Smoosh, 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 smoosh it in there. All right. And now if it dries on, you can always add more, but um, if you work at a decent pace and, and you'll get your pace as you, as you do this. Don't sweat about it and you know remember that it's a learning process and these are still drying a little bit underneath so they may migrate a little bit so you probably want to let those dry your spine ribs dry really well before you advance to the step but we're just going to keep moving because hey we got stuff to do. All right going to place now place just at the top or a little above and then orient and then you want to orient everybody making sure it's in the direction you want. You do have a few seconds with a Fabrifix okay and um, you can make sure you have it in the right place. Okay, then I want you to, you're gonna use fingernail tool. If you don't have those, you can also, um, you know, use uh, you know, like the, the end of a uh, yarn needle that is blunt, so you don't tear your fabric, but you can go around like that, or you can use your finger, fingers, fingernails. If you got any of those, going around. I just grabbed this. I've never actually used this before. It actually works pretty well. It works better than my fingers. Um, okay, so there's that. Oh, that's actually quite nice. I like that. 
don't have to go over it so many times. And as the fabric glue dries, it will grab more and more. So you want to just reinforce this a few times over and over. Yeah. Who knew? See, learned something new today. All right. It's a good day. It's a good day. And if, if you see any other tips or tricks you want to share uh, as I'm going through, please feel free to um, leave your tips and tricks down below because uh, we all need tips and tricks. And I'm learning too. I'm, I learned so much from you guys. It's, it's, it's incalculable. Yes, it is. Uh, so thank you. Thank you for sharing your tips and tricks because uh, we all learn. And it's so much more fun when we all learn together, right? This is like a giant quilting bee, but we're making books instead. And, uh, you know, I'm here for the whole, the whole ride, the whole enchilada. So let's do this. I'm just trying to fray it a little bit more. Um, not necessary, but okay. So now the next thing is we're going to want to, once we have this all nice and adhered, hi, my birdies have woken up and they've realized that mama is now making a video. So it's big chatter fest time. They should settle down in a bit. And I did give them treats pre-video to bribe them as I always do. And it's not working. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, somebody asked me if I, they have an off switch. Yeah, I've I tried to find the off switch. I couldn't find it. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and glue this down as well. Now you want to be careful not to go over onto this. You want to stay on this. So sometimes it's better just to put a little, like put your top area just lightly down here like that. Okay. And don't, if you can't make it all the way, don't force yourself, but just smush it. So you get that, um, that little uh, tube gone, that little uh, glue trail gone, but you're just like a smooth. So you're not going to get, eh, Okay, you're not going to get um, blob through. Okay, so now you can do like a narrower one here. Just do a narrower one. Do, 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 do. And then come along with finger tool and smush. Give a good smush. And you'll see if, you, if it's too thick, you'll get bleed through. And then you'll be like, okay, I need to go thinner, thinner than that next time. And part of this is uh, learn as you go. It is. And that's the fun of making journals. You know, everyone, you're going to do a little bit different. You're going to try a different technique. You're going to play with it. You're going to have fun. And that's the whole idea. Okay, so we're going to do the exact same thing on this side. And this covers up that little issue of the tape, the paint not sticking to the tape. It will stick to the chipboard very well, but it will not stick to the, the sh any kind of shiny tape. Um, you could use a book binding cloth or tape if you like that. I, I don't like those myself, but um, a lot of people do swear by that. So you can buy book binding tape um, and do this as well. To, to put your covers back on with your spine to connect them all. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. And we're going down. All right. So I got the tiniest amount of bleed through there, but I am predicting that that will dry because I had that happen on the one I did earlier and that's what happened. So <laughs> that's why I'm saying that. My grand prediction. Zoltar. <laughs> ah, okay. All right. I am trying to get a, <laughs> I got this stuck to my finger. I'm trying to get it off. Okay, there we go. Rolled it off. All right, so let me just see what you can see again. Okay, so let me hold this up so you can see what we've done so far. So we are cruising. I mean, look at that. We already have the front, spine, and back completed. Now, uh, a couple things uh, to say. We could, which would probably have been a better idea. We could have done the stenciling part, which is going to give us our raised embossed design before we even painted. And that probably would have been the smart way to do it, uh, which I did do last time and I forgot this time. But so just know that you can do this first, but we can do it right now too, which is just fine as well. So um, let me grab that little piece of tape I had. Okay. 
And uh, I don't want to mark up the back too much. I'm just going to just like a light, a light a washi would probably be very good for this. But you know what? If it takes off some of the paint, we'll just repaint it. Okay, so now we're going to get something called modeling paste and you can get different uh, types of this it's sold everywhere but basically it's going to give you a uh, some it's going to give you some texture okay so what we're going to do is we're going to use any stencil of our choice our favorite stencil and we're going to put some modeling paste on it and you can use a palette knife if you want to use a palette knife to smooth it in which is perfectly fine i like to use any old these are it's an old hotel key or a gift card or an old credit card that i'm not using anymore um, so i just put a little on here this, I like this uh, squeeze because it's easy to control, but uh, it doesn't matter. You can use the jars. That's perfectly fine. So you just run around here and fill in. I find that um, good solid designs like this tend to work a little bit better than very in intricate, but intricate will work. Just got to fuddle with it a little bit more. But if you want something easy, just go for a big, oops, solid design. That's what see. That's why it would be better to do this part before... We paint it all black. Oh, yep. See. <laughs> all right. Um, so there may be a few little errors here. Now, I would say if you want it to really pop out, go fatter than your stencil. In other words, don't scrape it uh, right level with your stencil, but go, oh, like let there be some above the stencil. Make it super thick. And that way, when you pull it off, it's going to come through and leave you more jagged edges above, which will grab your colorants and things like that on top more easily. Oh, just get that little bit, a little bit more. All right, here we go. I'm probably going to have to repaint some of this because, you know, I just, I don't play by the rules. <laughs> no, I make them up as I go. Yeah. There, I think that's pretty good. But more on a little bit there. Okay, perfect. All right, so it's good. Now, if you're going to use this tool again, wipe this off because this will dry on there. So you want to remove that. Okay, that's good. Get myself a new wet wipe so it's at the ready. Ooh, I'm getting low on wet wipes. I need to get some more of these. usually buy them in bulk because I, I use a lot of them. Okay, closing this up so it doesn't dry because it will dry on you. So make sure you uh, remove that. And now we're just going to pull this up. There, we have a tree. Isn't that awesome? So cool. Um, I would recommend wiping this off or washing it off at this point or else that will harden on your stencil. So I'm just going to, I've got a spritz bottle here for easy purposes. I'm just going to spritz it into my garbage can and wipe it off with a cloth so I don't have to worry about that. Okay, not bad. Okay, we're up and running again. Everything's good. I'm back. Okay. Uh, okay. So now this needs to dry and you can just air dry it as you could have air dried the paint. That's not a problem. Um, but I think I'm just going to cover that over a little bit, cover that over a little bit. Yeah. There, see all evils are gone. Awesome. All right. I'm going to use this lovely machine again and do my little, uh, uh, air drying act here again. So I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back and I've just blow dried it with my little embossing tool and now I'm ready to go ahead. Uh, I could do a couple things here. I could go ahead and start colorizing it right now to give the uh, white on top of um, underneath against the black. But I think I would like to, uh, as I did with this one, I am going to start with black surfaces and then enhance them. So let me, uh, let me show you that. It's pretty easy. Okay. Got the black gesso again. I'm just going to cover this up in black. All right, I'm going to be gentle. 
gentle so you don't knock it off, but it should be fine. Okay. Just going to cover it well. Okay. Then I'm just going to give the, so it blends into the background well. I should really have my, oh, hang on. <laughs> that was a weird noise, wasn't it? Oh, Lord. Uh, that underneath. So I can, I can paint comfortably. There we go. There we are. Shoom. Okay. Just so it blends in. And uh, we're ready to dry again. You can air dry again, or you can do it this way. Let me see how you guys are looking at this. Check your eagle's perspective. Yeah, pretty good. Okay, here I come back in for another blow dry. I see a few tiny places that uh, uh, the paint did not go with the big brush, so I'm just going in with one of these pointy Q-tips. And I am just going in and touching those little areas as needed. Very small, very delicate, not a big deal. And you just want to kind of eyeball your work and then let drying continue. As I will do a little more drying. Actually, while this is drying, I'm getting my nice relief on there. It showed up really well. I'm going to go ahead and flip this over. It's almost dry, so I'm not too worried about it touching anything. But I'm going to work on the inside and put my piece of fabric on the inside so we can get that part rolling. Okay, now I've got a couple of options here. I have one of those uh, flower sack cloths that I have. Um, actually, when I uh, watercolor paint, I wipe my brush off when I have too much paint on it on one of these. And then I have this beautiful colored uh, cloth. And you can also spray some distressings and things like that on it. And I thought that would pop very nicely against the black. And my biggest concern is that um, it covers the Tyvek tape, but the Tyvek tape will be covered by another step we're going to do so we don't have to worry about it being a little bit see-through. This is not really see-through, but either way, let's go ahead and do this. All right, so I'm just going to do the same technique. It's very uh, tear-friendly, and it tears in both directions. How fun is that? I'm just going to tear a piece out here that I could play with, and then I'll shimmy it down to size. Okay, colors, size. Okay, so I know I want it at least this wide. This also gives your spine extra strength. And this will be what um, your, when we insert the text block with all the signatures on it, it's going to be adhering to this material and not to the Tyvek tape, which would be um, not as strong. But it, it will grab if you use Fabrifix. I've, I've made some big tomes with Fabrifix on the Tyvek and it's just fine. Okay, just make sure you're a little longer than what you need. Nope, hope I did that right. If not, I have extra, so it's okay. Okay, let's pick a pretty side. Yeah, I think that looks good. All right, so let's go ahead. I'm going to sit now and glue this in place. Do I want the curly upside or the curly down? Maybe the curly down. All right, now are we the right, right width? Maybe a little bit more off, just a smidge. Okay, there we go. Okay, that way or this, oh, this way, I think, yes. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and glue this in. Now, I'm gonna glue it basically the same uh, way we did the other one. I'm gonna do this 
spine part first. There's no spine ribs to deal with here. Am I recording? Yes. Okay. No spine Oops. ribs to deal with here. Want to go close to the edges and in the little valley because we want it to uh, not pop up out of there. We want it to sit snug hug in there. Yeah. All nice and adhered. Zigzagging. Swirlies will work. Mm-hmm. Fair amount of glue is a good idea. Okay, and let's go ahead and get out finger tool. You can also use gloves to do this. You can use a credit card to smear this if you prefer. Some people don't like to have uh, glue on their fingers. So there are options. A couple of tips there for you. All right, go in here. Get in the, whoops, make sure you get in the valley because uh, you want it to stick in there. No, don't over glue, but you definitely want it to tack down. Okay. Okay, here we go. We're there. And we feel like we're there. All right, so now let's go ahead and place. We're going to place. Are we in view? Yeah. Okay, so we are going to go equidistant and to the top. A little bit of hangover. This is where a hangover is a good thing. You want a little hangover just in case you are shy. <laughs> and uh, that way you'll have enough fabric to cover the whole thing. Okay, going off to the side and searching for bone folder to just nestle it down gently into the groove here, training the little fabric piece to get all snuggled in. This is important because we don't want it to pop out. We want it, we don't want it to bunch up when the book is closed. So if you see a little spot that isn't adhered, just go back and add a little bit more glue. You always have a few seconds with the Fabrifix. Fabrifix and Fabri-Tac are, as far as I understand, they're the exact same product. That it just depends where they're sold. That's the research that I found on it. So um, if you're, you know, if you can find, can't find Fabri-Fix, but you can find Fabri-Tac, you should be just fine. I believe they're made by the same company, Vegan. But I think, uh, you know, if one is sold at Michaels and one is sold at Hobby Lobby or something, or Joann's, they might go under different names. That's uh, from what I learned. Um, okay. Very nice. All right, so now we can ad we can adhere these or not adhere these. We can totally do it at a different time. And uh, but I think I'm going to go ahead and adhere. Same process. Just a little bit on the edge, so I know I'm not going beyond my edge, which is very important. You don't want the shiny glue on your flat mat. On your flat um, mat surface that you just painted. Okay. Just uh, run the bead of glue smooth with your fingers, lay it down, place, don't stretch, just place, and it will grab in the right spot. Okay, now we're gonna check here, do the same thing. And you can always trim the tops and the bottoms and things like that after, but let's just get some, let's get it tacked down and in place. Okay, here we go. Making a tome today. Making a tome today. All right, here we go. Placing. Place. 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 I am going to complete this book as far as the basic structure, or if you just want to watch the cover part, the cover part will pretty much be handled at the beginning. So just watch whatever you're interested. You can also hit the speed button to speed me up, or you can skip sections um, if that makes it easier for you to watch. Uh, all right, just make sure any we can snip off these little guys as we go. All right, so there we have that in place, and I think I can take a little bit more. Nope. 
I want you to see everything. I want you to see everything. Okay. There we go. All right. I'm just going to keep it a little shorter and then I'm going to ruffle it after. I don't want to pull this because I just glued it. So that's what I'm going to do. Okay. And some strings will come off as you're, you're working with this fabric, but it, you'll, you'll, it'll all settle down at one point. Okay. So now let's just see how we're doing. Oh, it folds very nicely. No problem there. Everybody is still intact here. That is very good. So now let's go ahead and uh, work a little bit more on this cover and just make, show you this little technique to make what your embossed, your embossed area here pop a little bit more. And there are some easy and fun ways that you can do this. Um, you could use uh, like a multicolored ink pad. That would work as well. But today I'm going to use some gilding wax and gilding paste and I have green and gold and I thought that would look cool for this tree and you can apply it with q-tips. Um, I would probably recommend the pointy tip q-tip for the tight small spaces and the flat broader one for the larger areas but I have had most success and I don't use any of those um, with I use finger tool and the reason I use finger tool is because um, you can control the pressure and you don't want to press down. You want to glide over the top because if you press down, you're just going to color all the black around it. Uh, you only want to color the tree or a little haze is fine if you want that, you know, airbrushed look. But the, if you just want to do the tree, that's why you want to make this a little bit thicker. Your stencil with a thicker uh, modeling paste, pull it off, let it sit high, and then that will grab uh, the ink. My goodness, I got so much. Not the ink, the gilding. Uh, waste waste the gilding paste or wax okay fingers going in here we go just start lightly and you can feel with your finger go light and smooth and you can you know emphasize as much or as little as you want okay it's uh, easier to do without the glue on your finger because then you can really feel the sensitive ends of these little tiny branches here and if you do get a little over and you you don't want that look, you can just go ahead and uh, cover it with more uh, black gesso. So it's very easy. And it doesn't have to be solid. It can be um, just lightly brushed, just depending on the look you want to do. Okay. This is just outlining the, the branches. Make sure you don't have any big clumps on your finger. Kind of run it smooth. Okay. I always get a little uh, over the edges. But I do like working. Oh, now I got a big blob. See, the minute I say it, I, it happens. But I can just go in there with a small paintbrush and cover that. Or a Q-tip again. Okay, so now I have gold. Let's see what that looks like to you guys. Yep. Okay, so I have that looking kind of cool already. Okay, now I'm going to go back in and uh, highlight with a little bit of copper just to give it a little bit more depth. And I need another baby wipe. Here we go. Okay, yeah, this finger has got more stuff on it. <laughs> That's what happens. You know, it's very important to clean your finger tool. Goodness gracious. Yeah, I'd be able to feel a lot better if I uh, get the glue off my fingers. Um, so I'm trying not to, let me just check to see if I'm recording. Yes, okay, I'm, I'm trying not to leave the video site 
um, so that the recording will work correctly. Um, all right, here we go. Now it looks like I'm going to get ready for another rollover, so be prepared, be prepared for part three of this. Okay. So here we are. Just uh, I'm just touching certain areas. It's going to look a little, a little different than where I put the gold. Just to give it a little bit more character. It's kind of fun. Oops. Okay, you can give it um, a little silver too if you want. I think some of the black showing through looks kind of cool. Get a little more on these. Okay. And I don't mind that little overhaze. I think it looks kind of cool. But there are some areas where I think maybe it's a little bit too much and I might go back and uh, just fix that. All right, so let me show you how I fix that. Okay. That was pretty easy to do. Anybody can do that. All right. I'll show you what we got so far. Okay. Looks kind of old and rustic and a spooky old tree. Um, but I'm just going to grab that. Uh, where is it? Here. It's a little, uh, this is one of the pointy ones. And I am just going to go in here with a little black gesso and just cover up a few of those areas that I went a little too far over. Now the, the gilding paste will um, repel the gesso a little bit, but it will give you some coverage. So it's not as, um, you know, in your face. Okay. Use this side now. Down a little more paint. Try to blend it in a little bit. Just uh, try and smooth it out so you don't have any rougher edges. There we go. And I think the rest of it I'm actually okay with. So I'm going to leave that. Yeah, I don't want a little area right there. Yeah, that's okay. Just mute it down a little bit. Okay. You know, I'm having the urge to pull out. Do I want to do it? I could. Got the silver here. I think I want to put a little silver in there too. I don't, because of the design that I'm going to do on the inside. Um, this is exact same stuff. And I'm just, I'm going to actually use the Q-tip this time. Let's see if it works. Just going to put the occasional dot of silver here and there. And this is to mimic the moon shining down on the tree. Do I like that? Let's see. Just a little bit. I don't know if I like that. Um, I may remove that. <laughs> And I'm going to go back to, uh, maybe I'll pull out a little more gold. Just go over those spots. It didn't come out as shiny as I had hoped, so I'm just going to go back over it with gold. See how quickly I can go right back to the gold. Oh, more gold. Okay, there we go. And we're back to the gold. Okay, everything's fine. All right, so yeah, I didn't like that technique on there. So we can always change things as we go. And that's the nice thing about crafting and art that you have uh, options and flexibility. So I'm just going to blow dry this a little before I turn it over. And uh, actually, yeah, let me blow dry it a little bit. Okay, right back. Okay, another thing I wanted to tell you that let's say um, you could add to this design. Let's say I wanted to, I had stencils with letters and I wanted to stencil with modeling paste the word journal across the bottom, something like that I could do. Or I could develop the landscape here or, or put little uh, like... Um, 
flourishes around these corners, something like that. So you can, you can, I would let this dry completely and then I would come back and repeat the same process with the extra designs that you would like to add. Okay, so next, um, since we're still working on the outside of the cover here, let's do a few more things to jazz this up. And um, I'm going to put on these metal uh, book uh, corner protectors because I think they will look very cool. And uh, you can use Fabrifix in here or you can use Art Glitter Glue, which is a wet white glue to attach these, um, but it adds a nice finish. Just put a little bit of glue in there to have something to adhere to it. This is what these look like. If you've never seen them, they have little teeth on them and that's gonna grab onto your book corner. You can use your finger strength to get it in the first general location. Okay, I'm going to have to repaint that because I have dirty fingers. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I like to use this tool. It's a nylon pliers a jewelry tool. And uh, this will help rotate this. Move these guys. Move that. And we are ready to move on to our papers. All right. Squash. Okay, get it in place, get it right location. Ready? Squash. And that's got a little extra squashy squash. There we go. And it's all in place here. Squash, 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 squash. Okay, so that is in place. Now let's go ahead and put the next one in. I'll do two of these and then I'll do, I'll do uh, the other two off camera so you don't have to watch me do this forever. But basically you just place it on once you have some glue in it and you use your finger strength or I do to uh, make the initial grab. It has those little bitey teeth on the back and uh, I got so much glue on my fingers. <laughs> I should really go wash them. Uh, let me make sure I'm recording. Okay, yes, I am not leaving the camp. I'm staying with you guys. Yeah. Okay, and that squash that one down. Yep, yep. Okay, okay. And we're gonna squash. There we go. Okay, and yep, we're good on all sides. Okay, very good. Good. Just removing any extra glue that may have oozed out. Okay. And we can peel that off after if needed. Okay. Let me go ahead and put the other two on and I will be right back. Okay. I have gone ahead and placed the four corner uh, protectors on and I have gone ahead and, and just covered up a little bit of with extra black paint where I uh, smudged it or over glued. And uh, so a little, did a few little repair jobs that's still drying a little bit. Um, and I think I am going to go ahead and trim this off a little bit so it's all uh, about the same length. And then I can uh, fray it and decide exactly how long I want everything. Do I want it a little, hanging down a little bit or do I want it flush with the book bottom? I haven't decided yet. So we'll get back to that. Okay, boom. Uh, but I do know I want at least this much off. Okay, that's done. All right, we are going to now progress on to the uh, 
Uh, whoop, got to do the back. Didn't finish that completely. Uh, let me finish the cover for you. So um, also with this cover, I enhanced the spine ribs a little bit, and you can do that um, with a myriad of ways. And I used a combination of inks and gilding paste to do that. Okay. So here's how I did that. I'm going to get some vintage photo, um, black soot, maybe a green. Let's see what we'll work with this time. We've got some blues going in there. I think I'll maybe grab a blue. Got a, not maybe the best glue, blue here, but I've got broken china blue. Um, these colors, vintage photo, forest moss, and black soot. And I'm going to use the associated daubers so I don't push too hard. And I've got those right here. And all right, there's a brown one. Let's start with brown. A vintage photo. I'm just going to go lightly over the top and just give it a little bit of enhancement. Maybe do the edges a little bit more. Be careful not to go above and below. If it goes a little bit, that's okay because it's supposed to look handled. And this would be where the natural uh, weight of a hand would grab the book and it would get a little bit dirtier here. So we're going for that, that worn, dirty look. Oh, I must have, I think I used the, yep, did I? I think I used the wrong one. Okay, well, that happens in my world. Uh, but I think I want to put some blue on here. 